0: Hi, welcome to Healthcare Marketing Insights for the week of June 7, 2010. I am Chris Bevelo, president of Interval, healthcare marketing agency that puts on a podcast, and I'm joined in studio on my left by...
1: That'd be me, Jackie Ratako, <laughs> account coordinator at Interval.
2: And Adam Meyer, design director at Interval. Also on my left. You guys well, decide if you, to sit on the same side of the table. Just you, a mess. If going counterclockwise, then... I would still be on your left. That means everybody's on our left. Or right. is that clockwise? That'd be clockwise for you. Or everybody's on
0: our right. Wow, that's deep.
1: You throw me every time. Now I don't know who's going to go first. <laughs>
0: that's the goal. The I goal guess. is to keep things interesting. Keep people guessing. Okay, let's let's start with a kind of an interesting one. An interesting article, Jackie, that you found. Why don't you describe the article? And I think there's some really fun things to talk about in this one.
1: Sure. It is a, um, LA times article called you, your doctor and the internet. And, um, it basically poses the question about whether you should, um, be able to friend your doctor or as a doctor, p- friend, your patient, um, on Facebook. Um, basically should a caregiver ever Google a patient? um, and basically, probably the ethical questions involved with that. So it just basically poses the question and then takes both sides. But I think it'd be an interesting thing to discuss for sure.
0: Yeah, in in the notes that you developed, it says ethical questions abound and the doctor-patient relationship is at stake. Did, yeah. did that come from the article? Is that like a synopsis? It is, yeah. So that makes me go, really? The doctor-patient relationship's at stake?
1: I know, that's dramatic. It <laughs> that seems a little dramatic. Well,
0: it
2: certainly could be if you... The
0: wrong if you,
2: move. Yeah, if you friend your doctor and suddenly the doctor doesn't want to be your doctor anymore when he he or she sees your lifestyle habits. Right. Like there's right. that there's that doctor who got in the news for
0: what did he say? If you're a Democrat, go down the hall to a different clinic. I don't want to. He was basically anti-health reform. Sure. And so he right. came out and said, "I'm not. I'm not going to treat anybody." Which, you know, Hippocratic Oath. Now we have politics involved in the Hippocratic Oath. Apparently, we won't go down <laughs> that road. But yeah, I mean, that could be one outcome. So your doctor is one political affiliation or religion and sees right. you adamantly through Facebook. Yeah,
2: I've I've dropped Twitter follow or not followers, but I've I've stopped following people who go off on rants like that. I mean, yeah. not that, not that I have a problem with people putting up. Right things like Bible verses and stuff once in a while, you know, they can be inspirational. But when you put half of the book of Job on my Twitter feed, you know, I really... (laughs) (laughs) In in a a span of about 10 minutes. (laughs) You know, that's kind of where I I draw the line. Have you done that, Jackie? Have you blocked people
1: on Facebook? Oh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, for what reasons?
1: Because they play too many games that I don't really care about.
0: (laughs) Which you can block the games only. You
1: can block the games, but same situation where... I mean, for me, I haven't had, really had to deal with anyone who are spewing out Bible verses yet, but it's more, you know, I don't care what you're making for dinner, you know, or just oh, nothing, nothing sad. that's been offensive, but if it's constantly, it's
0: too much. Yes. It was then too I much. I've blocked people for politics and yep. everybody, yep. you know, I, to yeah. East, their own. I don't, you know, I have my own views. It's okay if they do. But but Facebook is where this it's happens not, for me. It's not the it's venue. Not the, it's not the venue, venue for it. I don't think it's the right. venue either. And it's yeah. so hateful so many times. Yeah. And I just yeah. go, we talk, didn't we talk about the one on the podcast, the one that was going around about the Obama die prayer? that said something like, oh Lord. You, hey, God, you killed my favorite actor, whoever, you killed my favorite sports. Fa- These are like real people. And then it, at the end it said, by the way, my favorite president is President Obama. Amen. I'm like,
2: seriously, really? yeah. you've got some. That's bold. That's loose. a bold move. <laughs> well, that's that's just that's not only inappropriate. That's borderline. You're gonna get yourself in trouble. That's there, actually, you've be got, you've there's got, a lot of people that you've, you've did got. The, that, you've though. got. You've got the Homeland Security or the FBI or like arresting school children for putting a, a red pin in George Bush's head or whatever that was, you know, like a few years back. Putting a red pin in George yeah, Bush's, I mean, Bush's head? I mean, we're, we're living, well, no, there was, <laughs> it was like, I think it was like a
0: sign of <laughs> killing him or something.
2: But, I mean, we live wow. in this hypersensitive age, yeah. uh, political age, where any little thing you say, you get somebody turns you in or reports it to the FBI or Secret Service or whoever, mm-hmm. you know, any that all the little that little those little things are taken as pretty serious by those agencies.
1: Well, but imagine if you did friend your doctor and that was the type of stuff that was, you know, like that Obama poem you saw come through. <clears throat> I mean, that might Well, and it's, it's just, I don't know how that's it's just it's
2: I don't necessarily I wouldn't necessarily fault an individual for trying to or thinking about it because they got cl- they became close to the doctor. I think I would I would more look to the doctor to maintain a level of professionalism right, and say, exactly. okay, I, this person doesn't have to, doesn't have to think about this kind of stuff on a daily basis because they do whatever it is that they do. But I know that it's important for me to maintain some level of integrity or to keep some lines drawn. Uh, I think it's up to the physician in that case to, so to to draw the line and say, you know, I, I appreciate the thought, yeah. um, but you know, it's just, I don't feel comfortable with it or whatever
0: i would I would you know if you take that scenario of of whether it's religious, political or whatever, something that would push any individual over the edge to say, "I really question my relationship with this person mm-hmm. if a physician had friended somebody, I think they need to allow they should look past almost anything people are posting unless it's against them or unless it's against right. physicians, but the other way around if if i i don't know why I would, but if I friended my physician and they were ranting. I would seriously consider that relationship. Oh, oh For definitely, sure. totally, yeah. So I think it's just a professional
2: relationship, and which way it goes. But who, why would you friend? Your I don't know physician? why you would do that. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I could see, I could see a physician having a, like maybe a a Twitter feed where they offer tips and advice, oh. or even even just little daily updates, like you know, it's a nice day and. I'm going for a walk. If it know, was whatever. in professional capacity, so right, if it right? had A or Facebook fan page, page or a, a was professional page, right? right. But not, a, right. Not, not a not a personal like, one.
0: No, I just think that's it's it's who has that relationship outside of social media? Do people? I mean, I'm sure you have friends right, or physicians, right, right. but do you become friends with your physician? Are outside you going to
2: yeah, Would you be calling him or her at home? Would you be invited to his barbecue or her
0: right, barbecue? Right. I mean, right. I suppose it happens, but that seems to cross some kind of professional boundary. Doesn't it?
1: I kind of think so. I would feel.
0: I feel like it does. And you said it's, so. There was an example about a physician googling. What was the? What was that situation?
1: It was. I believe it was a psychiatrist who googled their patient, um, just they, because they hadn't seen her in yeah, a while. They, she you,
2: hadn't showed up for visits, or has kind yeah. of fell off the radar. And I have no problem with that. Well, I don't see he just I've, said he was that worried about her. Little,
1: but that's oh, still so kind of weird. Know, is it? Is
2: it? Is it that person's job? A psychiatrist? Uh, was it a psychiatrist? Yeah. Yes. No, yeah, maybe.
0: Or or what about from a what, if it's um, just a... what if it's just a
2: physician? So what if it's a physician
0: who's taking on a new patient and wants to know, is this person creditworthy? Is this person... You know, this person doesn't have insurance. I need to know that they can pay their bills. I'm going to do due diligence. They have every right as a business to well, do that.
2: Sure. Right? I- I'm thinking... I'm. Not, yeah, I, mean, I wasn't That's thinking on that level. I no, I mean, know. Maybe you of... wouldn't Google somebody for that information. Either. Yeah, I would be... I mean, I would feel slightly uncomfortable maybe if my if i if i if i just went to a doctor for maybe maybe i developed a serious condition and i knew i was Mm going to have a a long relationship with a physician of some sort if he or she went out and googled me and came back with like yeah printouts of well that would be different wedding photos or something i'd be like what time
0: out well that would be yeah i mean i can see a physician doing it just if they want to know more about a patient but then i can't imagine they would use that information they would present it to the patient or whatever. I mean it's their practice. I think they have a right to know who their patients are and if that's a simple Google search. But yeah, I, I can't
2: imagine them using it in any way. Yeah, you know, in on one level, you know, if I if I'm if I if I'm coming if I if I'm hiring somebody to perform a service for me or to me, well that sounds bad. If I'm <laughs> hiring a physician or whatever, I don't know. I mean, if, if I'm a paying if I'm paying you for what you're doing, and I, I don't expect you to go and you, I expect you to deliver to me what, what I'm paying for and nothing else. You know, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see why anybody would need to dig up, yeah. try to dig up dirt on me for whatever reason. It just seems
1: it's going above and beyond. The- well, but it, it seems odd have to
2: be digging up dirt, I guess. I'm trying to imagine why. Well, why else would you do. though? I mean, that's, that's why you would.
1: Well, if you just want to know them better, then I,
2: talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't don't we start, can't talk to each other. Don't start digging up, don't. I mean, the only reason to Google, to to do that would be to dig up dirt. Really, probably. That's usually it's not in to it's dig sh- up dirt. I what mean, what are you, you going to do? Somebody, what are you
0: going to do with said dirt? When you Google somebody, <laughs> it's not just to dig up dirt.
2: It's to find out more about them. It's not always negative, is it? It's curiosity, which doesn't. Yeah, prefer I just I think. I think in the, in especially in a in a, in a physician patient relationship you should get that information by talking to your patient right but if you're in a dating situation these days the first thing people do is they well, google their, yeah but that's a little that's a little different it's a, it's a potential relationship that's different that it's it can involve that's, we're talking about an intimate relationship with someone who you, you <laughs> yeah. might be tr- trusting with trusting your life with your your on life. some on some level or your children and your doctors you're not trusting your doctor with your life well, not necessarily depending on what you're going to them for Not necessarily. That's different. You're not sleeping with your doctor either, are you? Well,
0: maybe you are. I I just think, I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. The first question may be why. Why would would you friend your doctor? Unless it Mm -hmm. was a situation where he set up or she set up a Facebook or Twitter feed purposely to provide information, healthy information, whatever, and you wanted to follow that. Well, then I think that's really fantastic. But not on a...
1: Not in this case.
0: Not a friend. Not like a personal... Right. I,
1: I wonder how often that actually happens. I mean, it just. I don't
0: know. Well, and I just saw something in the, weird. in the paper about teachers and students.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Just a similar too, kind yeah.
0: of relationship. Yeah, yeah. And is
2: that appropriate?
1: That's a good one, too. Yeah.
2: I don't so. I, I don't think, think so. Is, I don't, I don't think so. I could, Again, if a teacher wants to have a fan page type thing, which is a little funky, <laughs> too, well, it's, it's fun. Right it's now. fun. You're going to have, you have fun with it. Because I mean, as a, as a fan page, you don't have access to your fans' right. information. They have only they only they have access to the stuff that you want to post. Or if they that person has a Twitter feed and you're following them, but they're not following you, I, I don't think know, it that was, kind of stuff. Could it be. was broaching some of the ethical concerns about,
0: especially like high school age kids and. Relationships with adults and
2: well, and that kind of going time into and time again, and the, and the news we're hearing about these inappropriate exchanges right. that go well, that, that begin problem. with things like text messaging and then right. g- go into physical yeah contact. It's like, come on, just like with your physician relationship, it's <laughs> all the same. <laughs> <It> is.
0: <laughs> all right, let's leave that before we go somewhere where, we regret. <laughs> yeah, I don't think- Okay, I wanted to talk about a topic called uh, When Positive ROI Is It Enough? So, we spend a lot of time talking about what do we mean by ROI, return on investment. Uh, we're very strict about that. We mean what is the financial return of a marketing effort? So, how much money do you bring the organization? Uh, and, like we said, sometimes, a lot of times, you can't actually track that. There are other means to track the success uh, of your marketing efforts that are legitimate. Uh, Just don't call them ROI if it's not really ROI. Uh, But a lot of times, you know, if you dig deeper in this, it can get pretty complicated. And one of the things that, you know, happens out in other industries all the time is the idea that, look, just because you get positive ROI, it's not enough. So if if your marketing effort generates $10,000 ROI, so you spend... Let's say you spend fifty, and you bring in, You can track, and you bring in sixty in revenue. I'm just making this up. Mm-hmm. It's ten thousand dollars. That's a that's a twenty percent, point one two ROI. I'm Trying to think of the actual metrics, but it's positive, okay, right? Yeah. And people would go, yeah, you know, if you can bring in plus one dollar, shouldn't you do it? Uh, but actually, in most organizations, the answer would be no, because there's a couple of Uh, metrics that the finance department uses to determine whether something is worth investing in or not. Uh, And I'm going to read these to you. Uh, You can find them in the book, uh, a marketer's guide to measuring results. And I'll try not to get too icky here. (laughs) Try to keep it simple. Uh, But they're important to understand because you may run into these with your CFO. So one is called the internal rate of return. And that's a financial formula used to understand the value of any particular project or effort, not just marketing any Mm -hmm. investment, by understanding its net present value. So you should be able to say, how much is this project going to bring us over the years? And that becomes the internal rate of return. And then what organizations do is they set what's called a hurdle rate. So they say, well we are only going to move forward on projects that have an internal rate of return or an ROI, whichever you want to call it, of 10%. That's our hurdle rate. If it's less than 10%, we're not going to do it. If it's more than 10% or we think it's going to be more than 10%, we will. And here's why they do that. Uh, Most organizations have a pretty set profit margin. So uh, let's just say it's 10%. Pick any organization in the world. And, they, and mm-hmm. they, over the years, can show that for every dollar that they spend, they bring in $1. ten. So it's a 10% return on anything the business does. Okay. So they would look at that and go, we average 10% on every dollar we spend. So we want our hurdle rate to be at least 10%. Because if it's 5%, if a project only brings 5%, that means it's not living up to what our company normally does. Mm Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for a number of reasons, you don't hear about this a lot in hospitals. Uh, One is their margins are typically so low that almost any positive return is going to be okay. (laughs) Uh, There are organizations where it is 10, 20, 30, 40, and why would you invest in something that only brings you 10% return when on average the company... It's 40 right mm-hmm. that's not a smart investment of your dollar right True. so you don't hear it that much but we just thought it'd be good to point that out that you may get pushback sometimes where you go hey look we can show positive roi and you have somebody a ceo or cfo or somebody who says well that's not enough does that make sense to you guys mm-hmm. have you guys ever heard of those things before no rates? yeah yeah <laughs> Was there in any organizations you worked at before? Did you encounter that? I know you've worked outside of hospitals too, Adam.
2: Mm. Well, it, it, yeah. I mean, it, most of my time was in in a hospital, and yeah, maybe maybe just a. Nah, I don't want to say lack of sophistication. It's a big hospital, so there certainly was sophistication. But I think there's even big hospitals. I think are still kind of scrambling to figure out how to heck to communicate with, with people right. <laughs> marketing is still a, a pretty big mystery area of mystery i think for for right. for a lot of hospital marketers yeah. but before that i worked for an internet startup company which had venture capital being thrown right. at, thrown at them hand over fist i mean it was right. that was very a cr- very crazy environment because it was kind of like money was not money was no object and then all of a sudden Money became an object. <laughs> right, half of the half of the uh, company was laid off, and
0: yeah, but and that's a great example of where that you find that a lot is oh, when there's yeah. venture capital or investors, and they say, "Look, I expect twenty percent return on my investment. So don't you be spending my money on anything that's going to bring less than twenty percent, uh, because right. then it's a losing proposition based on what this should be doing."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's a very fair question. It's a very fair standard to use, uh, but. I wonder if anybody out there has got examples of running into that as a hurdle. Mm -hmm. Okay, so moving on from that fun filled topic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, ready for spontaneous topic? (laughs) We don't really have to pause. We always pause to let Adam insert something, forgetting that he can just like stop the tape if it were a tape, insert, you know, splice it in there. Yes. As long as there's like, like
2: some break, yes, yeah, like a half a split, a split second. Well, we all like
0: there's if you see us in the studio, we all like froze, like, yeah, like physically like, froze, and, not and just, just looking around,
1: <laughs> stared at each other. So, what's
0: our random topic? Go. Uh, paper towels.
1: Paper towels. That's what I thought too. Those are ugly.
0: Bring paper towels back to healthcare marketing.
1: Go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, this is, these paper towels actually have a saying on them. What's the saying? What's the slogan for that paper towel? The flowers of all tomorrows are the seeds of today.
0: Any value to having that printed on your paper towels? What about your toilet paper? No, let's just stick with the... Okay, what if you use paper towels for toilet paper? So so let's talk about the interesting concept. No two days are
2: the same in one garden. So every sheet has a different pithy statement. You can bury a lot of troubles digging in the dirt. Are they all cleanliness related? Gardening is a way of showing you believe in tomorrow. Why do we have gardening because paper towels? Because if in the you office? can see the
0: pattern of the paper towel, it's a bunch of potted plants.
2: Why do we have potted plant paper towels in the oven? Well,
0: they always try to put. Oh. I can understand when they make them decorative, right? Why do they I make guess. paper towels decorative? Any answers? I have one.
1: Just stand out from the plain white ones.
0: So, <laughs> stand out where? When you're buying them? In your kitchen. When I you've don't got know. a kitchen. When it's Could sitting you sitting usually on the have roll. a roll sitting out on a. Right pedestal or hanging up and so it's part of the it should look like scene. decor and not just a utility <laughs> right it should look nice thing so we understand the potted plant motif why what's with the pithy statements it's like calendar of the day for your paper towels
1: yeah. Added. i don't know <laughs> 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 they're paper towels
0: right i mean you, you rip one off you wipe up the spilled coffee are you
2: stopping to go Digging in the dirt can get you dirty.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's almost—it's
2: hard not to read. I mean, because in this case, you're not used to seeing statements All right. or sayings Let's on a paper towel. Let's be honest towel. here. We've had these paper
0: towels hanging around the office for months, and I will, I will guarantee that none of you have ever noticed the no. statements or read them well, until they've we never, said, they've never spontaneous
2: been, topic. They've never been sitting by me, though, either.
0: Well, that's the point. Yes, they are have. paper towels sitting by. It's not like you're like eating popcorn
2: with and watching a DVD at night. Well, I, a lot of these uh, you s- we spend a lot of time <laughs> in the kitchen. At least I know what we do at our house. Yeah, so but that's the what paper I mean. towels but are I've right there, and you're, you're pulling one off. And I mean, I, we've never had ones that had sayings on them before. So,
1: Duke, do, I mean, Duke I would Kleenexes? probably.
2: I mean, I read this. I read the fortune cookie thing every time I pop. That's that a little open.
1: different.
0: Yeah, I just think that's
1: weird.
2: I'm sure it costs them no more to print it on
0: there. If they're already printing potted plants. Hey, you might as well print something else on there.
1: I think they should start doing that with toilet paper if they haven't already.
0: No, that's what Adam said. Let's not go there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, really, it could be on you read?
2: Okay, Now you're talking now, about something
0: you're sitting by. Fun. for. A... Spin this out, and let's read some of the comments and assume this was on toilet paper and see if it would be apropos. Hey, you ready? <laughs> no two gardens are the same. <laughs> you can bury a lot of troubles digging in the dirt. See, this would be not good.
2: <laughs> Gardening oh. is a way of showing you believe in tomorrow. See, those are like the does that inspire you? They must be like four on there because those. Were, I read the first oh. three or four towels, and those were the same. And so
0: same. you get bored even if you didn't read them.
2: Well, it's just, yeah. Once you've gone through three towels, and you realize they're recycling. What the else could you put on paper way. towels that might be a little more engaging? That would get you to stop. Riddles, trivia, spaghetti trivia. Sauce trivia. from my mouth. What?
1: <laughs> Why did I totally miss that? <laughs>
2: You know the, the things you would normally put on a paper towel.
0: I said spaghetti sauce. Oh, no, if mom. you wanted to make people stop and read your paper towel, which I don't know why you would want to do that. Honestly, I'd put like big, bold, crazy. Is this an example of brands trying to build relationships with their <clears throat> customers? Probably. And where I want to go, I don't want to have a relationship with my paper
2: towel. You don't want to have a relationship with Bounty. do you think Bounty has a Twitter feed? Probably. Let's look it up. If Bronny has a Twitter feed, I'm going to follow that some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> The brawny man. He can't Twitter. He's out in the lumber world. He doesn't have any. Do you Wi-Fi. Remember that Saturday Night Live commercial for Maybe. brawny feminine napkins? It's so horrible, dude. You always take us down a path that I have to. Stop. I know. No, it's, it's not on TV. I'm not like. I'm not saying it. I'm not talking about anything that wasn't already available to the public. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I saw the funniest we'll thing it. on Saturday Night Live
0: like two or three weeks ago, and I can't even. Betty it was White? some. It was the. It was the guy from Keenan Thompson. And it was Alec Baldwin. So if you saw that, if not, you can look it up. <laughs> and it was Keenan Thompson played some character who had some kind of sex tapes he was selling. And he was demonstrating these like techniques. And they all had fancy names like the, the jumping frog and the fl- <laughs> frying pan. And, and then Alec frying Baldwin pan. was doing them too. They were so oh, funny. funny. If you can find it on like, YouTube or oh, look, look Hulu. Hulu, probably, yeah. I was in tears. <laughs> Speaking of that. Let's talk about Pure Imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Holy lack of segue. Good transition. So this is, this is not necessarily an ad we love. It's an ad we love or hate or wonder about, right? Yeah, I don't think I it. Do you I want to describe like it, it, Jackie? It. You do like it?
2: I don't think I've seen it. I'll have to
1: look it up. Well, yes. It's an AT&T ad um, called, called Pure Imagination, and basically it pulls the Pure Imagination song from the Willy Wonka Movie.
0: Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.
1: Charlie, yes. Wait, yes.
0: No, what, what was it called? Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Yeah. The one yeah. the original one with Right. What's his name?
1: <laughs> what is his name? Gene Wilder. Okay, yes. And I actually don't remember what <laughs> I actually <laughs> What
0: do you get when your paper towel speak? <laughs> all right sorry, Jackie. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> no worries. Um I just lost my train of thought. That's
0: okay. It, I just remember the beginning of it where that song is playing, and it's a beautiful song, I think, at the end of the movie.
1: Oh Yes, I think that's the part. Yep. And
0: you're looking kind of out a skyscraper window down the street, and you see a picture of Gene Wilder, right? Isn't it Gene Wilder kind of moving into the scene on a street like a cutout of him? No. Okay. <laughs>
1: I don't think so. It's basically, it must be in, like, New York, and it's skyscrapers, and then you see cutouts of... I don't know weird creatures that are. Cut, they kind of look like they were. Um, it's so hard to describe. You almost have to. What
0: well, I got, it, got it. it playing here? And what is the first thing you see that comes around the corner down there? Uh, see it?
2: Like a, a large paper cutout. Yeah, it's like a
0: of what? A I don't know. A there's monster. Fish, there's
2: a train. I'm not sure what that first thing is.
0: And this is for at t right? Yes. yes. Now there's a big stick man. Okay, five, so the the whole point. I mean, it's a very well done ad.
1: Right, and I love this. I think the song catches you. Right. But other than that.
0: Yeah, because what I was saying was this might be an example of where advertising doesn't quite support the brand. Right, um, right. And, you know, if AT&T needs anything, it's imagination, given how horrid the <laughs> service is for folks like us who experience it well, through the that iPhone. And that and
2: for a company that's <laughs> lagging behind th- their competition in, in the breadth of services that are offered, and now you're trying to tell us that you have this imagination when you can't even imagine enough to do what your, at least what your competitors are doing. It's like, come on!
0: Right, and so we were joking that maybe they should have used, the, and we did this on a previous podcast. They should have used the song from when they climb on board that LSD laced train. <laughs> you know, it's like there is no earthly way of knowing where we're going. <laughs> yeah. That would be more appropriate when you that dial on your so iPhone, funny. right? I have no earthly way of knowing if this is going to go through <laughs> or if it's going to drop in ten minutes. This call will stay on. And you remember the, the they train the ride? Boat. How? Crazy sick that was of all the right. images, and uh-huh. it was almost like clockwork orange like and worms and scary stuff. And that's the AT&T experience. That's how you feel, <laughs> it, isn't, isn't it? AT&T? Yeah,
1: <laughs> it is.
0: I don't know what I'm gonna get, it's probably not gonna be good. It
1: scares me. <laughs> well, I mean, it just you would assume it's maybe for like Crayola or Disneyland or something. I don't know, but it's just it
0: could be a technology could company well, that a, does show imagination. It's a beautiful, true, but...
1: it's
2: a beautiful commercial that's just doesn't fit. The brand, I think, you yeah, put it well. it's what they want it's it to line. be. Really, right? It's this is right. what we want to live up to. But if that's the case, then cr- cr- this should be like an internal, an internal campaign to get people motivated and right. to get people thinking differently and to get people excited. Not something that you're putting out to your customers, ninety nine percent of whom are like, get. We hate Give you. me a break. It's kind of like the only BP, reason I'm still here is because I signed the stupid contract. Right. Or it's because I want to use an iPhone and I have no other <laughs> I know. choice. Do you remember? You probably don't, but BP's advertising was awesome. Yeah. They were trying
0: to position themselves away yeah, from being yeah. an oil company yeah. to being an energy company and was all about green and all this really positive stuff. I do remember that. Which I think helped them a lot until they their actual experience just destroyed it. I mean, it wasn't just this the, the right. spill and, right yeah, now. Yeah. They've
2: had other well, yeah, have you seen? Have you seen the resurgence of their old? Maybe it's still their current slogan. See, now if I don't they know. were running
0: that now, it would. It would right, but the do, response would you be, Are what, "You freaking kidding me!" No,
2: actually, it'd be like, "That's right," because do you know what their slogan used to be? Maybe it still is. I don't know. No, bringing oil to American shores. Oh, no, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> yes. That was a long time ago. That was before this. This was, effort
0: that happened in the in the mid two thousands was was no, no it was not about it oil. It was with
2: their new it was with their, their new their new logo. Yeah,
0: maybe maybe that. I was mean since maybe then. maybe
2: somebody mocked that up and it wasn't real. But right. I think it will. I mean it's been circul- circulating the internet. What did you I, find I, was, that? On, I was just gonna say. Oh, it you saw it on on the I think I must be real. Think I saw it on Dig. Dot com. But again, that's a, that's a certainly is a possibility that it was we'll have up. to find yeah. a sample of their, their stuff
0: that I thought was very well done and really was helping reposition them as. Yeah, it was. It was energy. energy I remember,
2: um, Remember that. I think there was a con. I think you were at the conference, uh, the, uh, the AIGA conference that was here in town. Oh, I haven't been to one gain of those. the gain conference. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I think, I think you and Scott were there. Uh, well, that was like eight old, years long. Ago, yeah. Then. Yeah. Cause I was, I wasn't, I was with uh, the hospital still at the time. But um yeah, they were there. The the agency that did it, I think was there. Yeah. Talking about it and uh
0: and they were living it at the time. They were exploring alternative, yeah. you know, energy. They were you know, they were still an oil company, but they were trying to make it seem like we're using that to expand and, and move beyond it. But now to try to sell that message. It was a very green message, it was a very, you know, modern, progressive message. Yeah. If they try to sell that now, people would Throw eggs at the TV. they be like, you, are you <laughs> oh, Right, sure. and so that's kind of to me the same vein of what we're seeing with yeah. this AT and T thing. You're trying
2: to sell us on this fluffy imagination. We can't even make a damn phone call. Yeah, you know. Speaking of BP, I found myself driving into work today, seeing if there were just eyeing the BP BP stations that I drove past to see oh. if there were to see what the if if there was anybody getting gas there. This seems. I think you know, it's hurting there. Oh, it's got to be. I would imagine it is. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a number of people who I follow who are like, yeah, "I'm not, I'm never, never putting this fuel in my car again." You know, a couple of years from now, maybe they'll forget about it. Yeah. Unless this, unless oil still spewing out of the Gulf of Mexico bed in four years, which <laughs> sounds like it could be a possibility. Yeah, we'll have to do, we'll have to do may, weekly updates. Every BP week, maybe may
0: no more. We're gonna shoot golf balls and fingernails
2: in there. And are they talking about <sighs> nuking it now? Aren't they? what yeah that's the no. latest did yes. you hear that on the internet i read it on the news site really yeah wow. they're talking that i guess how does blowing it up close it i suppose it that's could. you just say you just yeah, that's pretty much it i guess it's been done in uh the soviet in russia or something five times they have closed leaking i the twitter under feed the live camera feed but i mean then there's the potential for other problems I mean, now you're putting out your Polluting the Gulf the with nuclear area. waste. Do you, do you <laughs> want, maybe there's that do you want radiation in there. Do you want, or do you want oil in there, <laughs> or do you want radiated oil? Because it would get radiated? rid of the oil. Well, that's what they said. There. They said the, one of the possibilities, since it's kind of a flag, fragile um, area, which is unlike the bed seabed where it was done before, is they could simply blow this thing open even Warren. bigger. So you've got like, Jeez. a volcano of oil spewing into the
1: not ideal. Well, it wasn't that ago. pleasant. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> well, I stop by?
0: All right, we better stop. I don't know what our time is, but we're probably well past it. Well, that's okay. We were short last week, so. We up for it. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky so,
1: people.
0: Healthcare Marketing Insight. Chris Bevelo.
1: Jackie Watako.
0: Adam Meyer. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye.